0: Welcome, everyone, to the and Score podcast. I'm your host with the most, Jacob Herber, and as always, I've got my co-host, Cole Reha. How's it going, Cole? I'm doing good. How you doing? Oh, just fine. Uh, last episode, we did uh, AFC underrated, overrated players. Uh, kind of got congested in time. We had to uh, move over the NFC overrated and underrated uh, to this episode. We're also going to be talking preseason o- over. Now we're on the countdown to... Regular season, NFL, starting with Tampa Bay and Cowboys. I mean, how excited are you? Oh, I'm pretty jacked up about it. I know. I mean, And plus, like, these couple next, or I guess it's only a week now. Till, yeah, roster
1: cuts for today, I think. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, we have a couple things to talk about that, too. Um, but, yeah, now draft season's going along. Um, I don't know. Just, I honestly think it might be the best time of the year. You're all jacked up for fantasy. You got your team. Everyone's hopeful that their team's going to be good. Even, like, the Jaguars are like, we might not make the playoffs, but Lawrence... Look, we're going to win a few
1: games this year. That's <laughs> what they're thinking. <laughs> Lawrence
0: could break some rookie records, and we'll be just jacked up about that. Um, but let's get into uh, some of the news that uh, happened this past week. Uh, one, this is the first one I had written down. Gardner Minshew to the Eagles. Uh Jacksonville gets a six-round pick for it, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I know I talked to you a little bit off-air about it. Um, ja- er, Minshew's a guy that has starter experience, actually has like a good arm, good talent, uh, and he was a six-round pick. Basically, Jacksonville didn't get any value for a guy that should be kind of valuable. Uh, what did you think about the trade?
1: Yeah, I thought it was kind of strange... Um I'm assuming they did it because Beathard had a really strong preseason. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Beathard has some experience, too, yeah. playing. But, I don't know. I just thought it was weird because, like, you saw a guy like Kyle Allen last year, mm-hmm. backup quarterback. He went for, like, a third-round pick. Yeah. And, Nick, really, like, backup quarterbacks are so valuable right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nick Foles last year or last offseason went for, like, a third or a fourth. It might have been a fourth-rounder. Um, but, yeah, I, it just blows my mind that Minshew went for, like, that Low of value. Uh, what did you think about like the Eagles and like is this a hurt to Jalen Hurts or is it just like uh, we don't really
1: want Joe Flacco backing him up? I would probably lean more towards the Flacco thing, but you know it kind of raises some speculation. Like maybe Hurts isn't performing the way they thought he would in camp. No. maybe they just need like just in case, like worst case scenario, they can throw Minshew in there who isn't spectacular by any means but can hold his own
0: starting i mean hurts just today got uh named the starter which i think was crazy in general like
1: yeah i didn't know there's a competition (laughs) no
0: kidding like was flacco gonna be the quarterback doubtful um also travis etienne um, out for the season uh had a mid foot injury um i don't know was
1: frank or, or was that what it was
0: yeah, what do you think? Okay, let's talk a little uh, fantasy for this one. This obviously boosts James Robinson. Sucks for people that already drafted and have uh, ATN. Um, I mean, I don't think he was going to be like too involved at the beginning, maybe more like a pass catcher and stuff like that, but I could definitely see him
1: having like a Jonathan Taylor end to the season. Where, yeah, kind of the back half of the season. He starts to see more touches. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah, but now it's. I mean, James Robinson
0: looks like a third round pick. You think maybe even second because he's finished top five last year. Uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously when Etienne was healthy, I was like, I was kind of thinking what we we're talking about you know he'd start the season strong, but then I think they move away from Robinson just because I mean last year they kind of had to use him, mm-hmm. but he made the most of his role. You know, like he proved he's a pretty good player, but now like shit, I mean he's gonna see. Almost all the touches. I know they have Carlos Hyde, who might steal some shine away, which sucks because Carlos Hyde always does that. Yeah, he's just
0: terrible. And of course, it's Urban Meyer as coach, and he's going to give Carlos Hyde those touches.
1: Yeah, for sure. But you know, I think Ohio State. People. Yeah. Those fuckers. Um, <laughs> no, but I think Robinson, you know, has some value. No, I definitely
0: agree. I, uh, I was hoping, um, I was hoping maybe like. This wouldn't happen so soon, and maybe, like, people would still be, like, kind of undervaluing uh, James Robinson and stuff. But, no, he's he's rising up, and I'm, I might not be able to get him either.
1: Yeah, and also, like, um, like Chenault, I think he's going to rise up, too. Because mm-hmm. I think he's he's kind of a guy that maybe will take some of the targets that E.T. would have got. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, like the Dink and Dunk screen type plays. Around
0: the line of scrimmage. Yeah,
1: because he's, you know, he's a pretty explosive player. So I think even him, like, his stock should rise up, too.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, J.K. Dobbins out for the season towards ACL, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's oh, um, a bummer. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, he was projected to have a big year. Um, obviously, you would have been splitting carries with Gus Edwards and then, obviously, uh, Lamar Jackson. But now it's the Gus Edwards show. Um, have we ever seen – I mean, I guess at the end, like, two years ago – end of the 2019 season when Mark Ingram got hurt, I guess we did get to see Gus Edwards, and he was pretty damn
1: good. One of those years he ran for 700 yards yeah, in the yeah. season is kind of, you didn't really realize it, but... I think it might have even been last year, just... Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of anxious to see it, because I think he could be a solid back. He's a big back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he can handle the workload. Yeah, and he always has
0: great yards per carry every single season, even though he's not getting like as many touches and stuff. Um... But, yeah, or Dobbins, do you think uh, Justice Hill could become a factor in that backfield as well? Or do you think they might start looking at those veterans like Adrian Peterson? Uh, they've already said, like, Todd Gurley they're not very interested in, but Le'Veon Bell.
1: Yeah, I could see Justice Hill, like, at least at the start of the season, trying to utilize him because he's a pretty explosive back. You know, I remember the combine. He had a 4 three forty guy.
0: Yeah, he was getting talked about a lot like two years ago. Yeah,
1: maybe he can be a guy like come in and catch passes. Cause I don't know if I don't think Edwards can do that. I think he's more just a downhill runner. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna need that. Cause I think they're kind of expecting Dobbins to take some of the catches and targets and whatnot. Yeah,
0: yeah, I definitely agree. Um, all right. Also, Watson would waive his non-trade clause uh, if if he was traded to Miami or Carolina. Uh, what do you think about those destinations? Why do you think those destinations?
1: Uh, I think Carolina, I think he's from that area, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he played, well, he played in South Carolina at Clemson. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's one of the reasons. And plus, Carolina's, you know, kind of rebuilt their team. You know, they, if they get a good quarterback in there, it could be a pretty dangerous team potentially. Yeah. And then Miami, I'm assuming, I mean, all the stars probably want to play in Miami. Which, that's another good fit, I think, you know. Yeah, a lot third of... quarterback in there and... Yeah, a lot of downfield targets.
0: Um, if they could get a running back, I mean, that's a very quality team. Um, yeah, Watson, uh, since he's still being interviewed by the FBI... Yeah. NFL can't talk to him, so he can't be put on the NFL... Um, what is it? Commissioners list? Exempt like, list. Exempt list. Um, so, I mean, he is still eligible to play. And what it sounds like, it's still going to be a while till like, a decision is actually made and stuff. So, he could actually play the full season, but reports are coming out that Texans are, like, um, preparing to not play him the, all season. Even if he is, like,
1: healthy, ready to go, stuff like that. And why not trade him then? I know what you mean. But also, like, if I'm a team, like, trying to trade for him, why with all that oh, uncertainty. Yeah, yeah, Like, if you end up blowing three first-round picks, second-round picks, and he... If all these allegations are true, mm-hmm. you just shot yourself in the foot big time. Yeah. Like, I don't even see why you'd want to touch him at this point until everything's figured out. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I'm, that, that's kind of, like, linking together.
0: Like, why would you trade for him, and then why wouldn't Texans get rid of him? Like... It, it's not even like oh if like he's cleared and everything like that he's going to play for the Texans. No, he wanted out, but maybe they're just trying to see if like uh, if he is cleared and stuff that they can get more trade value for him.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: I don't know. It's a Gambi- or it's a risky gamble. Uh, to play that game. Uh, Sony Michelle traded to the Rams in exchange for like a sixth round pick. Uh, former first rounder for the Patriots. What do you think about that move? Uh, Darrell Henderson did have, like, a finger issue uh, after the second preseason game. Um, yeah, what do you think about this move? Is it going to be a split backfield,
1: anything like that? I don't – I really like the move, honestly. Like, Michelle, a lot of potential coming out of college, first-round pick. And he showed some promise in that, you know, the first year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as of late, he kind of fell off. I don't know if injury bugs have been getting him and no. whatnot. But, you know, I think it's good – for him to get a change of scenery and maybe, you know, they can rejuvenate him a little bit. Yeah. You think he might, uh, who
0: do you think will be the pass catcher? Because I think Michelle actually kind of improved on that last season. Uh, do, do you think it's Henderson or Stone Michelle? I'm not sure. I don't really know about, too much about Henderson, what his play style is. He's just had like an up and down first two years of his career. Right? Yeah. Battling injuries, then Cam Akers comes in, Malcolm Brown is a vulture, all that kind of stuff. So he's never actually gotten to be the feature back, but yeah, maybe he will still this season. Maybe they just didn't like their backups.
1: Yeah, I could see that. uh, Henderson is pretty touted coming out of college. I think he played at Memphis. Yep. I mean, he had a really good college career. Yeah. I don't know. Sony... Sony
0: did like have career highs and catches and like yards per carry last season, but I mean it was limited because Damian Harris was still the guy and then James White's catching out of the backfield. So Yeah. He was basically like the third stringer. I don't know. Maybe it'll work for the Rams though. Maybe they just have a Georgia running back thing going on there.
1: They very well could.
0: <laughs> and then also since it is um what do you call this? C- cut cut uh- day? Yeah, roster cuts or final cuts. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton released. Uh, we were going to talk a little bit about him um, with like QB battles during the preseason. Who you think, or what do you think about the decision? Well, guess what? There's no more QB battle anymore. I guess that's how they uh, decide to name their week one starter. Uh, what did you think about this? Uh, is there any like underlying thing that might have happened? or
1: I, I kind of think something had to have happened because... Even if they were going to start Jones, they invested a lot of time in Cam Newton. You know, he learned the offense. I mean, why not keep him as a backup? I mean, you could agree clearly he's better than Brian Hoyer would be. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just feel like something had to have happened for him to release him, or maybe he just wanted out since he wasn't starting, asked for release, and they granted it. But, I don't know, it was kind of a weird deal, I thought. What do you think? Yeah, I'm guessing probably Bill
0: sat down with Cam. We're like, hey, we're going to go with Mac Jones. If you uh, still want to be back up here, you still can. And he's like, fuck that. Like, I did pretty well this preseason. I'm guessing I could probably get paid somewhere else. Like, I'm guessing that's a thing. But I honestly, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I guess we don't know. I'm sure we'll learn the full story, or at least some of it, why it happened. But I don't know. What do you think about Mac Jones
1: now? I don't know. I. uh I, well, I ugh, can't talk. I obviously wasn't very high on him in like previous episodes when we talked about him. But in that preseason game I watched, he looked pretty damn good. And I think, you know, I trust Bill Belichick mm-hmm. and that organization. So maybe he is the guy.
0: Yeah, I'm getting excited. I was a little, like, on draft night when we watched it, I was like, all right, we didn't have to move up at all. We got a quarterback. Bill and Saban are friends. Like, I'm sure – he, like, completely endorsed this dude. And then every single preseason game. Like, I watched. This was the most preseason games I've watched ever eat, too. Like, all these intriguing uh, running backs or quarterbacks and uh, stuff like that. But uh, I'm on the Mac J- Jones train. Like, I'm excited about him.
1: I think he's going
0: to be a future pro, pro bowler. Maybe not this season, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know I'm excited, too. A lot of pressure, though, for him. It is. Starting that organization and yeah. some big shoes to fill. Yeah, I mean, it's kind
0: of Newton's fault, too. Um, you can't go from Brady to Newton. Yeah. it's just doesn't work. So, at least there was that bridge where, like, eh, as long as Mac Jones doesn't do worse than Cam Newton, goes, we're happy all right, with this. Yeah. Um, And then... Yeah. Um let's talk a little bit about uh preseason like QB battles, running back battles, uh stuff like that. Um obviously Trevor Lawrence won the job and stuff like that. Uh do you think he's going to break rookie records this season?
1: Um I could see it, honestly. I mean Herbert broke him last year broke touchdowns at least. Yeah. I don't know if he broke yards or not. I don't think so. But, but could be wrong. I also wouldn't be surprised, you know, if he struggles. Which, rightfully so I mean, it's kind of a new coaching change Pretty new roster They kind of rebuild a lot of things So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he Doesn't look great, but I wouldn't worry about it Okay Uh, Bridgewater won the job in
0: uh, Denver versus uh, Drew Locke Is that good or bad? Because, I mean Bridgewater, probably a better Or, yeah He's better quarterback than Drew Locke Obviously by this announcement But Drew Locke I feel like opens it up more Like gets Cortland Sutton Noah Fant, Jerry Judy Like all of them involved Is this This is probably good for Denver in real life Is it good for Denver in fantasy
1: Um I would say Yes Because I think Bridgewater can be more consistent I More mean, accurate balls Yeah I mean Bridgewater is a pretty proven player You know, I like it. I don't, like, it kind of sucks for Denver, though, because that basically proves Drew Locke's not the guy. You know, they were kind of high on him. You know, they drafted in the second round, so they might have to restart that because I think Bridgewater can hold it down for a while, but he's not the future. So, I mean, they'll probably be in the quarterback market for next year and who knows how long. Yeah, they were in the QB market for a long time. Because they're not going to be able to draft a high-end quarterbacks. I think they'll still be a pretty decent team. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Uh, Bridgewater
0: being quarterback, is Denver a playoff team?
1: That's a really tough division, but I think they could be. Yeah. I mean, it'd have to be a wild card, obviously, if the Chiefs are there. But, you know, also Chargers, I think, will be take a step up, be pretty good. And even the Raiders, I think, will be pretty good. So it's kind of a Hard division to win in. I think it just depends on how their defense plays because yeah. they got that good defense on paper anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy versus Lance.
0: Um, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, did you watch any of those preseason games? I did. Um, I mean, what do you think? If you were the 49ers, how, how are you playing this QB battle
1: out? That's a tough one, too. I think, you know, I roll with Jimmy mm-hmm. just so the pressure's not there from Lance. But also at the same time, like I think Lance looked so damn good in the snaps he got. And I was kind of uh, hesitant about how he'd be just because he played small college ball and whatnot. I know a lot of people were, but shit, I thought he looked pretty damn good. Yeah. That's the way he throws the ball, the way it comes out of his hands. Uh, a lot of poise and confidence, I think. You know, I think that's a good sign for the 49ers. I think Lance will see the field at some point, but I think at the start I'd probably roll up Jimmy. Okay, I like that answer. All right, let's get to the next one, Justin Fields versus
0: Andy Dalton. Um, I I think I might have watched every Bears preseason game as well. Um, Andy Dalton, the offense struggled. Justin Fields, they were a pretty damn good, at least, preseason team.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, How do you think this all plays out? I mean, could Justin
1: Fields start the second half of week one? I think he should. I think he should start right now. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, oh, he needs to sit. But if he looks that damn good in preseason and he's outplaying Dalton by that much, I think he should just roll with him. Yeah, he looked like a – not like a 10-year veteran, but like a three-year veteran. Yeah. uh, Playing in preseason. Um, (sighs) What do you have to lose for the Bears? That's what I'm – like, what are you trying to prove
0: playing Dalton and – just maybe saving them. Um, I saw a thing on um, Instagram, like I think it was uh, David Carr was like, "You want to throw Justin Fields behind that offensive line?" Like that's what happened to me, and he was sacked like seventy six times as a rookie, still a record. Um, maybe it is to protect Fields, and I definitely think the Week One thing might be to protect Fields' confidence because they're going up against the Rams, and it. Projected to be a tough defense. Yeah. So maybe that's the reasoning or something, but.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Uh, yeah. uh, and then also, Jameis Winston announced today, right? That he will be the starter over Taysom Hill. A um, couple things. One, I like this because you kind of saw it in preseason games, and obviously you've seen it with him in uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, he opens up the offense, he throws it deep. Um, It's not going to be a Drew Brees offense anymore. Like, they need to open it up a little bit more. Um, Do you you think this will be a better offense than the Drew Brees one? Once, like, um, Traquan Smith's back, Michael Thomas is back, Adam Troutman's back, or still projected to be worse? I
1: think... Maybe Obviously, not efficient. Yeah, maybe not efficient. Obviously more big plays with Winston. But it's tough going from Breeze to him because they're, like, so different. Breeze is kind of, you know, short. Yeah. Short yardage. Whereas Winston, he can really throw it downfield. So I think it's good and bad, you know. It's kind of pick your poison. Yeah. I mean, I think some things are going to look better. Other things they might struggle with. Yeah. He's going to be
0: chucking it to uh, Marquise Calloway. Damn, that dude had some hands yeah, on Yeah, he did. the last final preseason game. Um for Taysom Hill, he signed a like 4-year 80 million deal. Four,
1: 140 million.
0: 140 million. <laughs> All avoidable
1: though.
0: All avoidable. Um do you think he stays there the entire year? Do you think he starts making his making this public that he wants out because he believes he can be a starting
1: quarterback? Not saying that he can't, just I, he's kind of put in a tough spot because I thought he looked really good last year when he had the chance to play, mm-hmm. and they won games. Yeah. And it's not like they were a ass team. Yeah, So it probably is kind of tough for him. And, I mean, who knows? Winston could come out and struggle, and they go back to Hill. But, you know, I think from his standpoint, I think if I were him, I'd want to play quarterback somewhere just because he proved he can do it. Where do you think would be a good fit, or like if – that's the thing. There's really It
0: might just have to be like down the line in the season. Someone gets hurt, and then they trade Hill there. Yeah,
1: because there's really no one that desperately needs a quarterback now that I can think of.
0: Yeah, especially with Cam Newton on the market. You wouldn't have to trade. You could just get Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. But, all right, talk a little bit about running back battles, and then we'll get into our NFC overrated, underrated. Uh, Mosfis versus Singletary. Who do you think
1: wins that job? I don't know. I could see it just being split. Just because they're both, I don't think there's a clear cut, number one. I think they both look, shown flashes.
0: Yeah, I'm getting kind
1: of worried because I did uh, draft Zach Moss in one of
0: my leagues. Uh, Singletary's gotten most of the preseason touches. He's getting a lot of first team reps. Looks really good in camp. It might be having Singletary like 60-40 maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, who would you
1: rather start? Uh, that's a tough one. I'd probably roll Singletary to start and then see how it goes. Yeah. All right, Melvin Gordon or Javante Williams? Uh, I think you got to start with Melvin Gordon and then work Williams in until he catches a rhythm, I think. Yeah, I heard some of uh, Melvin Gordon's
0: stats from last year, and they weren't bad. I mean, I think some of it helped when Philip Lindsay went out. Mm-hmm. But still, if... He has anything left in the tank? Maybe Javante Williams is like maybe a next year breakout or something like that. Maybe not at this year. He wins the job. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but yeah, Javante Williams has looked pretty good in preseason games. It looks elusive. I think he was like the most elusive running back last year in college football, right?
1: Yeah, he'd also he'll put his head down and run three or two. He's no. kind of a he's a mean guy on the field. Could he be a pass pass catcher for uh, Broncos? I think he could. I could. Maybe eventually down the line, probably something he's got to work on a little bit. But yeah, uh, Tevin Coleman versus Michael Carter. That's another weird one. And then you got guys like is Ty Johnson still there? Yeah, I he's mean, just being a little middleman. Yeah, um, I don't know. I could see Te- Coleman kind of out the gate again, you know, because he has experience until b- he gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, Miles Gaskin versus Malcolm Brown.
0: I think Gaskin will take that one. Pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Okay, Malcolm Brown's just a vulture. You never know. I know, but uh, a lot of people worried about after the first preseason game. Miles Gaskin didn't get like any touches and stuff like that with the first team. So I don't know. But people are high on Miles Gaskin now. Yeah, there's another guy there too, isn't there? Like Ma- uh, Ahmed. Yeah, Ahmed. Yeah, he. He was playing, like, second-teamers and third-teamers, though, in the preseason. Oh. So maybe he'll stay out. But he did, I think he might have started a game last year. Played pretty well. Yeah. Um, all right. This one's a tough one. Okay. Houston's backfield. Ooh. Phillip Lindsay, David Johnson, Mark Ingram.
1: That's another one. That's a weird one. I think that organization's so screwed that it'll probably be a different guy every week. I don't know. It but. might be. So don't touch him in fantasy. I wouldn't, no. Unless someone, like, comes out the gate and they're, like, a free agent or something, then maybe pick him up, mm-hmm. see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I heard David Johnson was going to
0: get cut today, but it's past the deadline. Didn't hear anything, so. Huh. Where do you think uh, a good fit would have been? been for him if uh, he got cut?
1: Baltimore. pass catching back, kind of.
0: Yeah, that would have been pretty naughty. Uh, you have any other QB running back battles or anything from the preseason, basically?
1: Not that I can think of right now, no. Uh,
0: Carson, or you're a Colts fan, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz. Um,
1: is he projected to play week one? I believe so, but he's out with COVID protocol now. Oh, yeah, I did see so that. So, if he does start week one, who will only have, like, six practices total. Yikes. Yeah. yeah
0: and then... Um, a lot of the line. I think Ryan Kelly came back, but Quentin Nelson and Eric Fisher both went on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, we didn't talk about T.Y. Hilton. Uh, oh, ne- yeah. Neck injury, going to be out multiple weeks. I hope it's not a season ending injury. Um, just tell me everything about the Colts.
1: Well, with the Hilton injury, that's tough. I mean, he's going to be out like, quite a while, I think. I, mean, I don't know how long for sure. Hopefully, it's not season ending. Uh, luckily, we have some young guys. I think hold it down for a while.
0: Michael pretty... Carter, er, Michael,
1: Michael Pittman. Pittman. Yeah, no, I'm pretty excited for the young guys, but it just sucks losing a veteran like that. Yeah. Then the COVID deal too. Like they've been having guys out left and right. It seems like made star players What's too. What's
0: going on with Indianapolis? I
1: don't know, man. Something the uh, water must be. They just <laughs> had bad luck this off season.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Colts actually like usually don't make the news very often like obviously you had the Andrew Luck like recent retirement like during a preseason game um but other than that they really don't make that big of like noise And then this offseason all right I guess like at the end really training camp preseason a lot of stuff coming out on the Colts and some of it's encouraging like very fast uh, recovery from Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz but then you hear T.Y. Hilton a lot of COVID cases
1: not great no it's a little bit worrisome but I'm hopeful yeah
0: (laughs) hopefully they make uh, at least are close to uh, making the playoffs because they need it um, all right, let's go to overrated, underrated. Uh, we did AFC last episode. We're going to do NFC this episode. Uh, I'm going to start off with the NFC West. Um, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to uh, kind of list mine, and then you can comment, and then you do yours, and
1: I'll comment? Yeah, we can just go team by team. Okay. You do one team, and then I'll do another. And then... All right,
0: I like that. All right, 49ers. Overrated, I have Debo Samuel. I think that... Um, Brandon Ayuk might take his role. We saw from IU last year, uh, super talented, kind of the same uh, skill set. I don't know if Debo Samuel's going to be uh, the guy there. I don't know. Uh, underrated, I still think it's Raheem Mostert. Uh, super talented dude, fast as hell. Um, a lot of people are talking about Trey Sermon. like he's, he's the guy to get in that backfield. I don't really see it that way. Um, and I think the, they cut uh, Wayne Gallman today too and I think that's just a positive that Roheem Mostert might be the feature guy there. Uh, what did you have?
1: Um, so for overrated I put Jimmy G. Okay. I know he said I'd, he'd probably start or I'd prefer him to start week one for him but I think clearly from what we've seen Lance is probably going to be the better quarterback but Jimmy G just gets so much talk and it's like is he really that good? I know he led him to a Super Bowl, but I mean he's got a big contract. Yeah. I just don't think he's the guy. He's injury prone.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he'll ever be like a superstar. He do enough to win games. Mm-hmm. And that that definitely helped them win. Um, but the defense did a lot too, and yeah, they had a true. lot of playmakers.
1: Yeah. But it, then for underrated, I had Mostert as well. Oh. Like man. you said, like all the Trey Sermon talk. Like I I don't know why that came about because. When Mostert's healthy and he plays, he's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Just look at that playoff game against the Packers a few years ago.
0: Whew. Yeah, that one was rough.
1: I mean, he's a burner. Sorry, Packers. Yeah. Fans. And in that offense, too, like it just sets it up perfectly for him. Oh, yeah. That is a running offense. And yeah, it's just weird where he gets
0: like projected and like running back things. Like, I don't know. Uh, Cardinals. Overrated. I said J.J. Watt. <laughs> I'm uh, not saying his uh, career is overrated. I'm saying him going into this season is overrated. Uh, he got a lot of money. And if you look at his play, I mean, still he's still like a, an animal. Mm-hmm. But he's not the defensive player of the year or th- three times. Yeah. He's not that anymore. Uh, he's still a very quality player, but let's not, like, get confused this is Chandler Jones's team yeah uh, yeah I don't think JJ Watts gonna make near impact as what a lot of people think um, underrated I had Isaiah Simmons um, just I don't think a lot of people got to see him play last year um, he was a higher pick but I think he's kind of forgotten about mm-hmm. on Carolina's defense so hopefully he gets a lot more play hopefully they use him in a very diverse way.
1: They find a role for him.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I still think they maybe should play him, like, in a Jamal Adams role. Like, maybe he's not as good, but playing him, like, around the line of scrimmage, just basing on instincts, I think that'd be a great role for him. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: what did you have? Uh, so, over it, I had J.J. Watt as well. You know, i reiterate what you said, like, he's still a good player, mm-hmm. but he's not the picking off passes at the line of scrimmage, running a back type of player he was years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be solid. He'll probably still draw quite a bit of attention, which might free up some more guys. But I don't know, he's just not the superstar anymore. Yeah. And then for underrated, I had Jordan Hicks, a linebacker. You know, he's been pretty solid the last couple of years. He doesn't really get talked about much just because of, like, Buda Baker or Chandler Jones. Yeah. So I think he's... He's not like a superstar by any means, but I think he's just a solid role player. Kind of holds it down.
0: Yeah, definitely a dude that, like, if they get to um, the playoffs and stuff, the announcer is going to be talking about, like, how big of an impact he had on uh, the season, the mm-hmm. defense, and stuff like that. I like that pick. Uh, Rams, overrated. Kind of paints me. To say it. Matthew Stafford, <laughs> you had the same thing? I did. Um, yes, good quarterback. Yes, he was stuck in Detroit. But just getting him, I don't know if that completely makes them Super Bowl contenders. Um, I still... I need to see that Matthew Stafford. Because how old is he now? Mid-30s? 33,
1: 34. Yeah.
0: He's coming off a lot of injuries this past couple seasons. Definitely the um, being in Detroit and him having to do everything uh, doesn't help. But he's coming off a back injury. Yeah. I still got to see that he can do it with the Rams before. Because uh, there, there's a lot of hype. There
1: is. too. And I kind of look at it as like, I know the Lions, historically, pretty terrible franchise. Yep. But you also got to look at like people he was throwing to when he was there. I mean, he had Calvin Johnson for a while. Uh, more recently, he had like Kenny Galladay, uh, Golden Tate. I mean, Marvin Jones. Yeah, he's had really good receivers and still hasn't got it done. I don't DJ
0: Hawkinson. Yeah, I don't
1: know if that's just like offensive line play, coaching, running game. But, I mean, he's had weapons there. Mm -hmm. He's put up good numbers, but he's never really got it done. Yeah. I think he's got to prove that first. Okay.
0: Um, Oh, yeah, and then underrated. I had uh, Robert Woods. Uh, A lot of people are talking about how Cooper Cup's going to benefit from Matthew Stafford being there. I think it's going to be Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods has put a lot of good seasons together. I think this one's going to be his best. I think his deep playability with his run-after-catch ability, everything leads to Robert Woods having a crazy season this year. So I'm pretty high on him. Uh, What
1: about you? Uh, So we're overrated Stafford, and we talked about Mm -hmm. that. Underrated, I had Taylor Rapp, safety. Okay. He was a second-round pick a few years ago. kind of had the injury bug, I think, since he's been in the league. But, you know, I think if he's healthy and there's a lot of hype around him, I think he could be a pretty dynamic player. And we see they let some safeties go, some veterans. So I think maybe they're pretty comfortable with him stepping into that role. Okay. Is that
0: the guy that uh, Brody was talking to us about when he did the Rams Um, preview? Yeah, Brody's
1: pretty high on him too. Okay.
0: Uh, And then to finish up this division, overrated for the Seahawks. Bobby Wagner Uh, Yeah I had a lot of big names on my Overrated for this division Uh, Bobby Wagner he's regarded as The best linebacker in football right now I think That's just a thing that we're saying Now like every year Bobby Wagner's the best Um, If you look at some of his numbers He's been in a decline the past Three years like yes He is still incredible he's still a Top three middle linebacker But I think there's some guys that are coming to the plate and like are actually uh producing a little bit better than bobby wagner right now
1: yeah and like look at career wise levante david's put up the same numbers as bobby wagner yeah he just hasn't been on successful teams in the past
0: yeah just another reason why uh levante david is underrated uh and then underrated for the seahawks i have chris carson um he's still the uh, main back for him um I think they got rid of – or they did get rid of Carlos Hyde from last season. Um, I don't – is Rashad Penny still there?
1: Yes, but, I mean, he's – Dude's trash.
0: First-round pick, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Carson produces every single year. Um, he did, does have, like, some injury woes, but, I mean, it usually doesn't keep him off the field either. Dude just produces every year, and I don't know why he, like, never gets talked about
1: as a big weapon for – yeah, uh, Russell Wilson. Even like fantasy wise, everyone's like, "Oh, don't draft him, bust." But I mean, he gets hurt once in a while, but it, he's he, still always like a thousand yard. Yeah, 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 he always produces. It seems like yeah. What was yours? Overrated. I had Pete Carroll. All I'm right, sick of him. He's <laughs> wait, he's yeah. He won the Super Bowl, whatever the hell. Yeah, who cares? Went to a couple, but he's wasting Russell Wilson's prime. Oh. I mean, he just, we talked about this over and over again. He constantly goes back to the run. Mm -hmm. Like, Wilson will be blowing up. He'll struggle. Nope, back to the run, rest of the season. I mean, Yakir always gets in the playoffs, but I don't know. I think when you got got a guy like Wilson, you just got to utilize his prime. Yeah, and
0: let's not forget, Seahawks lost first round to the Rams, and I'm pretty sure John Walford started for the Rams that game, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's insane. It's not good look. It's
0: <laughs> not a good luck. Uh, what was your underrated?
1: Tyler Lockett. Okay. I think he's another guy. He's been fairly inconsistent with his numbers, mm-hmm. but just as far as like his how good he is, you know, I think he's a very solid player. Really dynamic too. I mean, we've seen that in the spurts, like games where he blows up, like he completely shuts everyone down mm-hmm. and takes over. And he's another guy that like he can return punts. He's a really dynamic player. Uh, I think he kind of gets overshadowed like by like DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. kind of the uprise of him. But you know, I think he's pretty underrated.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm kind of actually scared to take DK in like fantasy
1: leagues because
0: Lockett's like reliable and I still think he might be Russell Wilson's go-to guy. Like when Russell Wilson's scrambling, he makes that crazy um along the sideline pass. It is not the DK, it's the Tyler Lockett making a incredible, like, toe tap catch. I still think he's Russell Wilson's guy until I see otherwise, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: All right, let's get to uh, NFC South. Uh, First off, I'm going to start with our Super Bowl champs, the Bucks. Overrated Rob Gronkowski. Um, Pains me as a Patriots to say that, Patriots fan. Uh, But Rob still has some left in the tank. But just because he scored two uh, touchdowns in the Super Bowl doesn't make him old Rob again. Dude's still old. Dude still has health problems. I'd be surprised if um, he makes it 17 games a season. And we're also forgetting about O.J. Howard coming back healthy. Probably a better receiver now than Gronk is now Mm -hmm. and then Cameron Bray still a great third tight end guy Uh, I think Rob's probably overrated uh, this season underrated you mentioned it earlier Levante David he's putting up Bobby Wagner's stats and you never hear him he barely gets any uh, pro bowls or all pro I don't know if he's ever made an all pro actually but um, yeah dude just severely underrated on a really good Tampa Bay team Mm -hmm. and some of it is because of him like he makes a lot of plays when there's plenty of playmakers around him.
1: So. Yeah, in the Super Bowl, he went up one on one against Kelsey the whole game and he did pretty damn good. Love that.
0: Uh, what was your bucks?
1: Uh, so overrated. I had AB Antonio Brown. Okay. Um, obviously, he's like a very good player in Hall of Fame numbers, but I think he gets a lot of hype for being the third receiver yeah. on that team. Uh, I think he's still has some talent, but he's just it's not the same AB. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's deserving of all the hype he's getting. You know, I think Mike Evans and Godwin should get talked about even more because I think those are two great players in their prime. But And plus, A.B. has all the drama off the field, you know. I'm yeah. just not a fan of it. And then underrated, I had the running back room in general. Okay. Because I think, you know, the two backs, uh, Linda Fournette, really showed out in the playoffs. You know, he's still pretty young, too. Yeah, he was stud, uh, making the right plays.
0: It's not his fault that he's in a committee.
1: Yeah, like yeah, I know what you mean. And then Ronald Jones, too. I mean, he shown flashes last year where long touchdown runs, Yeah, pretty solid back, really explosive. You know, I like him, and he's another really young guy. Yeah. I wonder if, like, Ronald Jones is capped off by
0: Leonard Fournette's rushing ability. Leonard Fournette is capped off by... Uh, Bernard's receiving abilities, and yep. they're just going to try and all coexist, and it, none of them are. I mean, them as a whole, probably really great backfield. Mm-hmm. Them like separately,
1: yeah. But and then yeah, I'll go to Bernard too. Like he's played in Cincinnati his whole career on mediocre football teams, pretty bad football teams. Yeah. And when the starter gets hurt, he always comes in solid every year. It seems like you know. I think getting thrown into a situation where he's playing with Tom Brady really going to open it up. Maybe take kind of like a James White role, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty excited to see it. Uh, Obviously, fantasy-wise, you want to avoid these running backs, but I just think in general like that backfield's loaded.
0: Yeah. If you did have to take one, who would it be? Probably Leonard.
1: DPR. Probably just Leonard just to I think that's the safest one, but I could also see Jones blowing up this year.
0: Yeah, I could see that too. Uh, Let's go Saints. I'm going to say overrated Taysom Hill. Um, I know you talked a little about about him, like winning games and stuff. I just don't think he's good enough for um, to be a starting QB. Uh, he's a great gadget player, stuff like that. <sighs> he's hesitant to make throws. He doesn't throw guys open. Um, I don't think he will get a chance to be starting QB unless Jameis Winston struggles or um, his LASIK eye surgery went bad. Uh but yeah, I think Taysom Hill is just pretty overrated. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of thought that, but I mean, he's nice to have in like fantasy leagues cuz you could put him down as whatever and he could put up QB stats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um and then underrated, I said DeMario Davis. Uh dude's performed in New Orleans for multiple years now. You don't ne- you never hear anything about him because it's like there's Cameron Jordan, there's... um, I can't even think of the cornerback's name. Lattimore? Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, Safety's name.
1: Uh, Marcus Williams. yeah, Uh,
0: All these different guys, and then DeMario Davis kind of gets skipped over, and I don't understand why. Dude puts up pretty good numbers, and I feel like he's kind of like a foundation of that
1: team. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Uh, What was your Saints? Overrated. I put the defense in general. Oh, they're always solid, but they always get a lot of hype, too, it seems like. And how solid are they, really? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. You just see a lot, like, teams putting big plays up against um, not a whole lot of consistency. Yeah. yeah, they have really good players, but I'm just not sold on that.
0: Yeah, I like the consistency comment because they aren't very consistent. They do play pretty good games, but yeah, the mark of a good defense is consistency. Mm-hmm. And
1: I think their offense is so good that it kind of just you know, makes up for it, so you don't really notice it as much. Yeah. And then underrated, I put Jameis with Sean Payton. Okay. I think Sean Payton could turn his career around. Um, I was hesitant to put him, but I'm kind of excited for it, just because, you know, Sean Payton's a great guy, a very good offensive mind, and I think that's really going to help Jameis out.
0: Okay. I like that one. Yeah, Sean Payton doesn't get really talked about as one of the, like, Main top head coaches like even Pete Carroll gets put in there yeah. for him. Um, Falcons overrated. I had Dante Fowler uh, coming. F- was Don- Dante Fowler was on the Rams last year? Um, he had pretty decent numbers. Guess who's getting triple teamed on that on the Rams? Aaron Donald. So he's basically going like again or. Just getting single-covered, sometimes maybe even just a chip block. Uh, I don't know, and Falcons, I think, paid him a pretty decent uh, chunk of change. I don't know if he'll live up to that at all. Falcons' defense projected to be probably really bad this year, so I don't know if he makes a huge difference. Underrated, I said Mike Davis. Mike Davis is the only running back in um, Falcons that has actually handled a full workload in an NFL game. Um, you have, like, Allison, I forget the other third-string guy's name, but Mike Davis is projected to be the featured back in Atlanta, and there's some people that I talked to. I talked about my fantasy draft. I picked uh, Mike Davis in the sixth or seventh round, and they're like, what team does he play for? Who's that? Like, this is a guy yeah. starting for an NFL team, like, I don't know. He's gonna get
1: the full workload more than likely. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, who
1: did you have for the Falcons? Uh, overrated. I put Matt Ryan, just because I don't know. I think he's kind of starting to get a little washed up. Mm-hmm. Great career, but he's kind of struggled. It seems like the last couple years. I don't know if that's just poor offensive line play, poor run game, but you know I think it's you know I think he's got a couple years left, but I think it's probably time to start looking for the future. For I would sure. say. And then underrated, I put Calvin Ridley. Okay. I don't even know if you could say underrated because he's so good. But I think like he has the potential to be the best receiver in the game. There's still like
0: uh, skeptics, like, oh yeah, Julio Jones. Um, let's see how he does with like number one coverage. Well, Julio Jones has missed quite a few games the past couple of years. Like he's seen.
1: Yeah, he's Julio seen the Jones. main. Yeah, he's seen the main guys, and I just, I just think with the potential, like I said, like. I don't know if it'll be this year or if he needs a better quarterback or maybe to move teams, but I just think he, like, could be, you know, the top receiver in the game.
0: Atlanta front office people, if you're listening, draft Brock Purdy.
1: Oh, yes. Brock <laughs> Purdy will give him the ball. Yeah, and Kyle Pitts.
0: Um, and then Panthers, overrated.
1: I... I'll i start. I didn't even fill this one out because I'm not sure. Yeah. I am looking at it now and I don't feel the same way as when I
0: wrote this. I had DJ Moore and now I'm thinking DJ Moore is probably underrated still. But I don't know. What did you didn't have anything? I put nothing.
1: I didn't put overrated or underrated. Yeah. Overrated, like as far as hype, you could go the route of saying Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. But I don't wanna do that because he's so damn good. Yeah. I just he does have a lot of hype. Are we going none on overrated for Panthers? Yeah, I just I couldn't think of anyone. What a
0: weird team for us to do. I know I
1: didn't even put an underrated down. Like I couldn't think of anyone.
0: Oh, uh, underrated! I had Jeremy Chin.
1: Yeah, I I like that one. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, I I haven't heard any off-season news about him, how he's performing, anything like that. Which makes me think maybe he's just doing the same thing, or people just aren't recognizing him. Dude was insane
1: last Dude, year. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, he was up for rookie of the year to start the year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Brian Burns, too, is another guy I think. It's pretty underrated. That's I, the D end, right? Yep. I do agree with that, too.
0: Oh, I'm still kind of upset with myself. I put overrated DJ Moore.
1: How oh, what do you do, though? I mean, uh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one.
0: All right, let's go to uh, NFC East. Uh, Cowboys. First off, going overrated Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, dude led the sacks, or dude led the league in sacks uh, a couple of years ago. Got paid big. Haven't heard anything from him. I mean, like anything. He's not performing well. I think he's had like career low in sacks the past like two years. Dude's not really that. I don't know if he's just not
1: that good. Maybe he's getting a whole bunch of double teams. Yeah, it's but- it's a tough look for him. Yeah, it's Having starting, that dominant of a year and then just... Yeah, he's kind of like Vic Beasley.
0: Like, once they got their payday, yeah, the decline. Um, And then underrated, I said O-Line. O-Line's coming back healthy. And we kind of talked about this. We're kind of up on Zeke now.
1: Like, mm-hmm.
0: lost some weight. O-Line's actually healthy. Stuff like that. I think the O-Line was a big factor last year. And Zeke's, like, pretty bad run of games. Um, I think with the O line healthy they still might be a great run team. Um, so yeah, they're underrated.
1: Yeah. I like that one.
0: Uh, who did you have?
1: Uh, Demarcus Lawrence as well. Oh. Gosh. I mean he had that one good year and after that it's just it's been tough. Yeah. And which I, I don't know, I guess we you brought that up. It could be he's getting all the attention. Mhm. But you know, I need to see it this year.
0: I almost went with uh, Leighton Vanderesh too. Like Pretty big name, and he, he's not delivering at all. I am oh, I think maybe Cowboys are going to let him walk next season when he becomes a free agent, yeah, which might be the Michael Parsons
1: pick. It could be because Van Ness will probably still get a decent chunk of change, I imagine.
0: And he's not really performing
1: at all. No. Uh, what
0: was your underrated?
1: Uh, I had Michael Gallup. Um, put up some pretty damn good numbers, really, for being the third receiver there. Yeah. I think, you know – Lamb and Cooper are going to get a lot of attention. I think that's going to free him up a lot. Him or the tight ends. But I think like one of them, I don't know if it's Jarwin or whoever, or Gallup, but I think one of them is going to put up some pretty big numbers kind of behind the scenes. No one's really going to realize it. but
0: Yeah. Yeah, Michael Gallup had a season like that maybe two years ago, too, where he was over a 1,000 receiving mm-hmm. yards, and we're like, what the but, yeah, fuck? Like, one no one even reali- yeah, no
1: one realized it. Yeah, I like that pick. Uh,
0: Giants, overrated, I said Blake Martinez. Uh, he's always near the lead in uh, tackles uh, for NFL, but he doesn't make like big impact plays. Like He's not creating turnovers, forcing fumbles, uh, creating tackles for losses. It's mostly once the runners pass the line of scrimmage where he's getting the tackles. Um, and he got paid quite a bit of money from the Giants, uh, might just be a foundation thing or like we need to quit giving up big plays just tackle them like five yards down the field
1: yeah
0: um but yeah i think blake martinez is a little bit overrated underrated i'm saying darius slayton mm-hmm. uh, dude was a rookie last year uh had great chemistry from uh, daniel jones i know they uh brought in kenny galladay and um Kadarius tony mm-hmm. um But if Slayton's still Daniel Jones' dude, then he's going to still get looks. He's fast. He's a big, deep threat um, playmaker. I think a lot of people are sleeping on him. Yeah. Uh, What did you have for the Giants?
1: So for overrated, I went Evan Ingram. A lot of hype every year. (laughs) It is. either hurt, not performing, dropping passes. You know, I think this is probably the make or break year for him. Uh, If he has a poor year, then I'm going to call him... Fucking uh, Eric Ebron 2.0, hmm. I think. Yeah. Not saying Ebron's a bad player, just never n- lived up. Yeah, not the number one tight end you want. Yeah. And then underrated, I put Saquon Barkley's superstar potential. I don't think that's getting talked about enough. Like, I think he had the injury last year, but I still think like he can blow up and potentially break NFL records down the road.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I mean, I don't think it's crazy to see him being the best back in the league this season overtaking like what Christian McCaffrey's doing and stuff like that. I don't think that's crazy at all.
1: No, it's just he's gotta stay healthy is the main thing.
0: Yeah. Um that also reminded me when you uh said Evan Ingram, uh Chris Herndon got traded to the Vikings, um, for like a late round pick or anything like that. Does that hurt Irv Smith's um like fancy value. I
1: I think Er Smith went down with an injury
0: oh, recently. Yeah. I don't know what it
1: was. I don't. I can't remember. I thought I saw that somewhere. Oh, But I don't oh. know if that's maybe why or. Yeah, I could
0: see that. I think uh, Tyler Croft was doing well with the Jets too. So mm-hmm. they're like, let's get rid of this guy. Which Herndon always kind of has a little bit of buzz around him too in the off season. Like, is this finally going to be year that he breaks out and stuff? So
1: yeah, well, he shows flashes. Or I thought. Like, yeah. At times,
0: just. I think he's had like suspensions, injuries, stuff like that. Uh, Alright, going back to the NFC East. Overrated on Washington. I'm looking at this one too and I don't really agree. I'm going to say overrated on Washington. Ah, I, I'll go with the one I put down. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, oh, I know uh, the thought I was thinking of when I wrote this. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, he has the ability to uh, open up the offense. He's going to get it to Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuel, stuff like that. But he's also a journeyman for a reason. He's very inconsistent. He can usually only play in, like, two or three game streaks where he's great. Um, I don't – and I was watching a Washington preseason game, and I don't know why. I just figured that uh, Fitzpatrick was, like, gonna be the dude all season i was super happy for him like found a home i'm not so sure taylor heineke is actually a pretty decent player i watched him a little bit he was making plays he has um a little bit of more athleticism can make plays with his feet i don't know if ryan fitzpatrick keeps the job all season i think maybe heineke and he put a Pretty good numbers against Tampa Bay.
1: First yeah, they about took down the box. Yeah, they were the
0: team closest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick might be a little bit overrated and might lose his job. Underrated Logan Thomas. Um, he kind of came out of nowhere last year, um, finished like as a top five tight end, um, and then he he's kind of disappearing this year. Like there's more talks about Robert Tunyon, who got incredibly lucky. Over Logan Thomas, who's still making plays in training camp, owning defenses, and enjoying practices. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick loves him. I think uh, Logan Thomas is a little bit underrated. Mm. I like that. Yeah.
1: All right, for my overrated the football team, okay. I had Landon Collins. Dude got paid top safety money, and you really don't hear about him at all. I mean, he's had some injuries, um, and he's blown some coverages kind of hasn't looked the part i still have faith that he can be good he's still a young player but for the amount of money he got paid you know i i'm not seeing it
0: yeah it makes me sad because i really liked him as a player just, i did too yeah injury definitely got the best of him maybe the past two three years
1: yeah and then for my underrated i put curtis samuel um had decent numbers in carolina but i don't think his potential has been shown like he's a Extremely dynamic player, and I think you know, if they find ways to get him the ball, it'll really like take the top off some defenses and put up some pretty big numbers and be an exciting player to watch.
0: Okay, uh, with that being said, like, does that hurt your uh projections versus like Terry McLaurin? Like,
1: I think it helps McLaurin, okay, to an extent, yeah, that's good. I think, yeah, less pressure, you kind of got to worry about Samuel, you know, taking the top off and going for the big touchdown, okay. Um, And then Eagles, overrated, I had Devontae Smith.
0: Um, He he is coming off the Heisman Trophy. Um, He is fast as hell, super athletic, but we got to remember, he's a rookie. And being the number one dude as a rookie, being a rookie receiver in general, isn't easy to start off with. Being the number one where you're going to get all the attention, especially with the Eagles where they don't have a lot of other receiving options. Um, In the wide receiver room. Like, they just cut Travis Fulgham, who was the leading receiver last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Devontae Smith is going to struggle. I don't think he's going to be, he could still have a great career. I'm saying this year, I think he's going to struggle pretty heavily. And yeah, Uh, underrated, I still have Darius Slay. Dude is a top cornerback. For multiple seasons now, and
1: And they stole him for second round pick.
0: Stole him, Um, yeah. He's leaving that defense, and uh, I don't know why he doesn't get talked about anymore. Maybe it's because Eagles around the other uh, defensive parts they suck, but dude's still a lockdown corner, and I'd take him over almost anyone in the cornerback department.
1: Yeah, I would too. I agree with that. Uh, Uh, Yeah, he was my underrated as well. Yeah. Um yeah, stole him for a second round pick. I mean a couple years ago he's talked about as top three corner in the league. Yeah. Shut down, and he still is, I think. He's just kinda of, it's of traction, maybe it's being on a bad team. But granted he was on the Lions too, that's a bad team. Yeah, but, that's, yeah, I don't, I just don't understand why he's not talked about as much as he is. Yeah. He's still a young player, still a lot of years left. hmm No, I overrated for the Eagles. I had Miles Sanders. No. I, know. I know that pains you. I know you like him. Yeah, But, I don't know. He was talked about a lot. Supposed to be the main guy. But now I'm hearing, like, other people are taking touches. He might not get the full workload. I guess we'll see. I just yeah. think, I don't know. From the hype that's been the last couple years, I just had to list him as the most overrated. But hopefully he proves me wrong.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jordan Hour did get cut today, though. Oh, so did he?
1: Maybe that helps. Yeah. Uh,
0: Sanders. Uh, and then NFC North. Uh, I'm going Packers first, overrated, Robert Tunyon. Uh, I talked a little bit about it. Uh, Robert Tunyon got extremely lucky last year. He had 11 uh, receiving touchdowns on 55 targets. That's one in every five target he's catching a touchdown. That doesn't happen ever. Uh, so for him to like repeat that season, almost impossible. So I'm calling him Overrated. Underrated. I still think it's Kenny Clark. I might have had that last season, too. Uh, dude's a really great D tackle one of the best in the league. Um, and it's he's exactly what the Packers need. Um, I think he might have dealt with a little bit of injury last year, but uh, what I'm hearing, he's um, healthy, and he's doing really well in training camp. So
1: mm. that's pretty big for the Packers. Uh, what did you have? Uh, overrated, I put Randall Cobb. He gets traded back that everyone and goes, Holy shit, had fucking back <laughs> Well, sorry to break it, Randall Cobb's washed. Yeah. He's not he got paid a fuck ton of money for a old ass guy that I don't even know why I'm so mad. I don't hate Randall Cobb. It's yeah. just I hate the hype that everyone's excited for him back. Like that was the move like I don't know that, if he'll even touch the field. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's not the move. Is he but, gonna
0: play over Lazard or MBS?
1: Yeah, it's I don't know. That's just that one kind of just irked me because everyone's acting like oh Roger's happy now Cobb's back. Yeah, <laughs> I grant it. I guarantee it's, he's not happy about it. I mean he probably likes seeing a familiar face, but yeah. But then underrated. I had Alan Lazard. Um, kind of inconsistent, but when he's going off, you know he's really going off and making plays. And not to mention he's probably one of the best run blocking wide receivers in the league. I mean that's a stat that really doesn't get talked about a lot. But, you know, I think that really makes a huge difference if you have receivers that are willing to block because yeah. it really opens up the run game. And, you know, that helps Aaron Jones out a lot. You see Aaron Jones getting these big runs, putting up big numbers.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot of receivers can even just, like, get their playing time by being great blockers. So. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how Lazard did it. Uh, and then also another thing, like, I'm guessing it's probably pretty hard for Aaron Rodgers to trust a wide receiver or to be, like, on the same... Um, mindset and stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, I think that's a pretty impressive thing that Alan Lazard's done. And, like, he hasn't been there very long either, so.
1: No, and, like, yeah, when he does get his opportunity, you know, he makes plays. There's that one, was it a playoff game where he went for, like, 140-some yards? Yeah, it's
0: insane. Uh, Bears, overrated, Khalil Mack. Um, Yes, he is a... He was a Defensive Player of the Year candidate uh, a couple of years ago. But what are the impacts he's making now? Like, I don't even know. I, I'm pretty sure he might not even be getting double teamed. He might get, like, a chip and then getting, like, single-hand blocked. He's not na- making near an impact as um, when he first got to the Bears, uh, making them, like, the best defense since 85. Uh <laughs> But, yeah, I don't think Khalil Mack is anywhere near the
1: superstar he used to be. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I kind of agree. I mean, it is hard he's been playing on teams of ass offense. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they had a really good defense like a couple years ago, and they kind of just ruined it with their poor offensive play.
0: Yeah, and and just kind of letting people walk like uh adrian amos kyle fuller uh, mm-hmm. wanting to trade away akeem hicks i don't know i don't get it uh underrated i said darnell mooney uh he's been playing really well in training camp uh, i don't know if i saw any of him in preseason which might be a good thing maybe they're treating him as a starter um yeah i think darnell mooney's still super talented and um With Andre Andre Miller?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Out of the building,
0: I think that uh, makes more touches
1: for him. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, So, overrated for the Bears. Matt Nagy. Okay. I mean, he had this team, this amazing-ass defense, and screwed it all up because he couldn't call plays, couldn't field a good offense, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that defense... That defense was poised to win a championship, how good it was. I mean, there's still pieces there like Eddie Jackson, Cleo Mack, um, you know, some of those Uh, other guys. Roquan Smith. Yeah, yeah, Roquan Smith's a really good young talent. But, you know, I think Nagy's kind of screwing it up. Hopefully with Fields in there, like he kind of saves himself. But, you know, I think if he has a poor year, Fields does see the field, they still do bad. I mean, he's walking on thin ice to keep his job. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think the playoff berth last year might have helped. And that's when he actually started running the ball with Dave Montgomery. And I don't know.
1: But Speaking of Dave Montgomery, that's my underrated. Um, Pretty huge year last year under the scenes. Wasn't really talked about, but finished as one of the top running backs, I think, stat-wise. What was it, 1,500 total yards? Yeah, I mean, pretty damn good player, really. I mean, I'm extremely biased because he's an Iowa State product, but yeah. you know, I like what he's doing. I think he's even going to have a bigger year this year, even with Cohen back. I think Cohen will actually help because he'll take some of the pressure off.
0: That or I don't even know if Cohen really gets into the rotation anymore. Because like, Army Ma- kind of proved he can catch the ball. I mean, I don't, Yeah, the only, uh, maybe even a back that maybe interrupts that flow is Damian Williams now. Oh, yeah. Sitting out the year, so.
1: I forgot about him.
0: I don't know. But yeah, I like that one. Um, Lions. Overrated. I'm saying Jamie Collins. He does it every time. Once he leaves the Patriots, he severely underperforms performs again. He did it when he was a Pro Bowler, went to Browns, he sucked. Then he came back to the Patriots, was amazing. Went to the Lions, he sucks. I don't know when people are going to realize that he might just be part of the system. Yeah, that's New a, it's the Patriot way. <laughs> underrated. I'm saying DeAndre Swift. I, I'm not sure if he's like super underrated because there is still a little bit of hype about him, but um, he's had an injury this off season, so people are saying maybe Jamal Williams is going to be. Uh, it's going to be a fifty-fifty share. I doubt it. DeAndre Swift is going. It is a stud. All right, he's super talented, and the Lions' offensive line somehow super good. It is yeah. Like, and if they would have done a little bit more this off season, maybe got Jared Goff some weapons. This could be a competent football team because what Jared Goff needs is time to read defenses or, fig- or go through his progression. Um, and with the Rams, didn't have a lot, whole lot of time with that aging offensive line. If they got him some weapons, I'm going on a completely different rant than DeAndre Swift, but um, I think it could have been a decent offense, like maybe middle of the pack, something yeah. like that. But now it looks like they're going to be bottom. yeah. But I still think DeAndre Swift is going to um, have a huge impact. Jared Goff loves throwing to his running backs, so I project a big year from Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you have for the Lions?
1: So for overrated, I actually didn't write one down because that's another one I couldn't think of. But I do like your Jamie Collins one. I mean, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Oh, Trey Flowers too.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't. Even, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got <laughs> yep. a lot yep. of money and everyone forgot about him. Yep, yeah. Throw that in there too. But then underrated, I actually went Jared Goff. Okay. Cause, I mean, he shoot some flashes in L.A., of being a great quarterback, and he got paid a lot of money because, you know, it's like, oh, he could be the guy. And I think this new change of scenery is probably the best thing for him. Like, he doesn't have that L.A. pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not talked about all the time. I think kind of going to this new team, it's going to be a lot of pressure still because he really doesn't have anyone to throw to. Yeah. But I think having the good old line is going to help. I think Swift emerges. That'll help. But, you know, I think it's just like a rather fresh air for him. Hopefully he can you know, turn things around because he's still a really young quarterback. Yeah. And um, speaking of Lions
0: they're like projected one or two wide receiver got shot or got cut, uh, Bashad Perryman. Yeah, that was weird to me. I yeah. thought. But. I was super high on him uh, last season when he was at the Jets. I think he got hurt. Um, and then the Lions I was like oh okay, he's getting his money and stuff. Apparently just sucked at camp. Hate to see it. Yeah, not a good look. But yeah, I could see uh, Jared Goff is underrated. Um, and maybe getting out of the McVay system might be a plus too.
1: Yeah, it could be.
0: I don't know. Um, and then Vikings overrated Harrison Smith.
1: Really, that's a bold one. Yeah. Um, that was actually my underrated. But- oh shit! <laughs>
0: like, um, as say save- he, he definitely was. One of, if not the best safeties in past years. Um, I definitely think he's been overtaken by multiple safeties now. And I don't know if he's... Last year was a terrible year for Minnesota's um, defense. And that, and specifically the secondary. Secondary looked bad. Not all his fault. Not all on him. Uh, a lot of young cornerbacks. But... I just don't think he's making the impact that he once did, and he's getting up there in age, so I think it might be just uh, that decline uh, setting in, but I think Harrison Smith is a little bit overrated. Uh, Do you want to
1: give your underrated point while we're on it? Uh, It was kind of like the same points, like the defense being banged up last year. Mm -hmm. I think that made him, well, obviously he didn't look as good because of that. I mean, a lot of uh, situations going his way. But, I don't know, I think he's a guy that, like, hasn't been talked about enough in his career for how good he's been, if I that makes sense. That. I mean, he's not really a household name like people like Jamal Adams or uh, even, like, Tyron Matthew. Yeah. He's kind of just flown under the radar. So, maybe that's kind of, like, what I was thinking, putting him underrated. Okay. But, you know, your points did make sense, too. You know? Okay.
0: Um, underrated, I had Michael Pierce, too. Uh, sat out last year uh, with COVID um, around... Um, but he's gonna play this year. He was coming off a huge year for the Ravens, uh, in twenty nineteen and him match I can't remember who the D tackle they just got. Was it Dalvin Tomlinson? Yeah. Yep. That is the D
1: line's gonna be absolutely insane. Um and get, uh, you know, Hunter back And they just signed Everson Griffin again Got cut Oh, we did? Today, yeah Oh, well, I was, I lived <laughs> I was just about
0: to talk about it uh, But yeah, I think Michael uh, Pierce is about to have a big season coming up I think, um I don't know if a lot of people know about him either Like, even uh, coming off that season with the Ravens I don't think anyone really knows about him And he is very good mm-hmm. um, Speaking of Everson Griffin that's funny because they, like, signed him. He had to uh, tell Kirk Cousins sorry for all those tweets he put out when he was not a Viking. Then he gets cut. I think, <laughs> that, I think that's crazy. Um, what was your overrated
1: uh, Vikings? Kirk Cousins. Hmm. He's got the weapons. Um. He had Stefan Diggs all those years. We're like, oh, Diggs is all right player. Yeah. Diggs goes, plays with Josh Allen. Diggs blows the fuck up. So I think that's kind of a knocked Cousins for not being able to get Diggs the ball even with Thielen there is a great player. You think that should open up Diggs even more? Yeah, I, don't I mean almost, Diggs still did good with Cousins, but
0: I'd almost say like Kirk Cousins might be underrated. Like you could do both ways, but like he's kinda like shit talked about like not being a very good quarterback and stuff. But like the Josh Allen definitely uh has him beat in like arm power and stuff like that. But I think Kirk Cousins is a sneaky good efficient quarterback and obviously having Dalvin Cook in the backfield helps helps with like play action and stuff like that so may I could see overrated definitely Uh, maybe because if you look at him like maybe just that it's the Vikings you say underrated Mm -hmm. if you think of like all the hype he was getting like in Washington and stuff like that and how he's going to be amazing and you you think of it like in that mindset definitely overrated
1: well then you have to think the money he's been making too He's making a lot of fucking money. That's a good point,
0: too. Okay, yeah, maybe he's overrated.
1: But, no, I see what you mean. Like, he's. It's not like he's deserving of all the criticism he does get. Because. It's not like he's been inconsistent. I mean, he's still. Maybe inconsistent, but he still hasn't been, like, an ass player by any means. I mean, he still gets the guy the ball.
0: Yeah. Still wins some games. Yeah, I agree. Who do you think's been. Who do you think had a better uh, Minnesota career? Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Because you look at, like, Keenum, they went to the uh, they the they game before the Super Bowl. The yeah, they went to the championship yeah. game. Or conference championship game. I don't know. That was just a weird situation, I thought, because I think Keenum coming off a year like that or – he didn't play the whole year. Bradford started the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he played well enough, I think, to get a second chance. Then they just let everyone walk and then brought in Cousins. Yeah. That, that's what happened, wasn't it? hmm Yeah. I don't think that was fair to Keenum, because I thought he played pretty well. But, obviously... Yeah, he brought he, in the Minneapolis Miracle. He did. I mean, obviously, the rest of his career didn't work out the way. But maybe if he was in Minnesota, it would be different.
0: Yeah, he's back up in Cleveland right now, I think.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that whole well, six weird. Yeah. And then what about Bridgewater? Oh, he's solid too. Like he uh came back from injury that year that Keenum and Bradford there, right? But he yeah. didn't play.
0: Because I mean Keenum was just on a roll and like, yeah, Let's they not couldn't. mess
1: us up. Yeah. Yeah, I completely forgot about that whole ordeal they had going on.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh before Bridgewater got hurt, he looked pretty damn good for soda. Mhm. So I don't know, I'd say Cousins has probably had the best career out of all those guys
0: and that might just be longevity
1: too yeah um
0: all right yep that is it for overrated underrated um guys we still have a couple spots open for uh our podcast league uh two spots available um if you want to submit go or go to twitter and instagram dm us uh and then also you can email the scoop and score at gmail.com. Um, our Powder Puff episode did get pushed back. Uh, Allison Hanner had a roommate that had COVID, so we're not taking any risks. Um, leave it to Allison to fuck everything up. And then um, what else is going on? Big week of college football coming up. Yeah. I'm excited. Watch favorite teams. Might um, tweet about it. And... Um, Yeah, I think we got a couple uh, ideas of upcoming episodes. I think right before the NFL season, we're going to do a bold prediction for each team and a playoff picture. And then maybe um, either later in the week or the week right after, like week one, we might uh, go over our uh, fantasy draft for the podcast week and kind of analyze the picks, analyze teams. Uh, stuff like that. During NFL season, I might have made this announcement already, we will not be doing an every week episode. Uh, We'll probably just be doing it um, every four weeks, every month, uh, just doing quarterly uh, intakes, what's going on in the league, who's uh, still undefeated, or um, who's leading the league in yards, stuff like that. Um, Probably a big episode, but we're we're just not going to be doing it every week. Uh, We got jobs, we got... A lot of time uh, being consumed by this. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, like, subscribe, and share. Uh, Get your family and friends involved. Uh, We love everyone um, listening to the show, and I've been getting a lot of feedback. Yes, I have heard that we need to take Cole Ria off the show, but it will not happen. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Ria, you have anything for him? Nope, I don't think so. All right, sounds good. See you guys ugh